Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. Game time decisions live right here on a Thursday night on SportsGrid. I'm your host, Kevin Walsh, and as always, a jam-packed two hours, and we've been saying that since this uh, journey began here on Game Time Decisions, but uh, it is truer now more than ever before, because not only do we have Thursday night football, two-pack of college football, the NBA season is in full effect, two primetime games tonight with superstars across the board, and tomorrow we introduce the World Series into the mix. Joining us throughout these two hours, we will have the in-game live crew, Joe Ranieri and Dave Sharapan, coming in uh, separately between 7.30 and 7.40. We've also got Donnie Wrightside and Joe Lisi, who will be with us here over these two hours, as well as a little announcement for the people. Something to keep your eyes on here uh, for Sports Quarter. We will break that to you at 6.40, so make sure you do not Miss it. Let's get down to business here, though. Tonight, of course, the main event is always going to be Thursday night football. The National Football League remains king, and that means we go to Buffalo, where the Bills host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Total in that game is 43-and-a-half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were in a strong position early season. We're able to grab a win against Minnesota, grab a win against Chicago. The unfortunate bit for the Bucs has been two consecutive losses. The most recent against Atlanta, harmful. A win would have put Tampa Bay as divisional favorites in the NFC South. That loss now carried over into a game against Buffalo. It's now cutting short this, Buff this Bucks momentum that had been gaining. Though Tampa Bay certainly will not enter this game feeling hopeless because the Buffalo Bills have been providing hope to a lot of their opponents recently. The Bills, of course, losing to the New England Patriots. The week prior laid 15 points to the Giants and never flirted with covering that number. My Super Bowl pick, the Buffalo Bills. I own it. I wear it. But boy, it is not going well. The defensive injuries have been disastrous. We've got some good picks for you in that game. Let's make sure our radio audience is into the fold right here on Game Time Decision, Sirius XM, Channel 159, all across the Sports Grid Network. We are live with you here on a Thursday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. Let's bounce over here to the NBA. We'll get you a quick pick on this in just a moment. We've got the Milwaukee Bucks and the 76ers both making their 2023-2024 NBA season debuts. Milwaukee, again, a six-point favorite here, total 227-and-a-half. The absence of James Harden somewhat looming over this basketball game was able to dive back into last year's Sixers team, find a sample size where we saw Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey in the lineup without James Harden. It drives a lot of our props for tonight. We've got some great picks, some good trends for you to follow, and also just maybe talk a little bit about the Harden situation and what we could expect for the 76ers moving forward. The league is going to be looking into what is going on with Harden, with the Sixers. Could he be forced to play for Philly? And it looks like it would be Philly who's actually forced to suit up Harden. Harden attempted to come back for Milwaukee, of course, tonight in the debut of Damian Lillard in a Milwaukee Bucks uniform. His points prop at about 26 and a half, 27 and a half. We will see how that all piles in. Late night Lakers, they're going to lay six to the Phoenix Suns total. 226 and a half. Unfortunately, what should have been a superstar battle is anything but 
because it is Kevin Durant on a solo mission against the LA Lakers. Bradley Beal yet to make his Phoenix Sun debut. A back injury lingering from preseason is going to hold him out for his second consecutive game to open up the year. Devin Booker was questionable going into night one against the Golden State Warriors, and Devin Booker made the starting game. Was best player on the floor by far, 32 points, chipped in in the assist column, chipped in the rebounds column, but at what cost? Looks like Devin Booker, well, it's confirmed Devin Booker will miss this game. This is an unfortunate reality for the Phoenix Suns. They are not starting this season healthy. It's not a group we have a ton of confidence in health with, and you see what these numbers look like for the Lakers, a potential gift, but now the pressure is on. A should win here if you are the Lakers. Look, losing in Denver is nothing to hang your head on. You have to be able to go out there and handle your business against this Phoenix Suns team that is missing two of their top three. Let's talk a little World Series again. We'll bounce back to the NBA and get you a quick pick. We'll go to the NFL card in about five minutes' time on the show right here. But the World Series odds are set. Rangers minus 170 range on that money line there, about plus 150 on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Home field advantage belonging to the Texas Rangers who have not lost yet on the road in this postseason. So if you are the, the Texas Rangers... And that team has not played a lot of home baseball. Remember, on the road for the entirety of the Tampa Bay series, right? Finished things up quick with Baltimore and then lost both, or lost all three, rather, against the Astros. The Rangers are going to have to win at home in this series, but maybe only once if they're able to keep their road streak unbeaten. Game one starters are set. It's Nathan Eovaldi against Zach Gallen. In a World Series, you have to ask yourself now, uh, where is the value across the board? More markets than any series before will be opened up, of course, including your World Series MVPs. Cattell Marte won the NLCS MVP, and Adolis Garcia wins the ALCS MVP. Corey Seager had a chance. Seager is the favorite in that market. Garcia is your second option. Some Rangers catching favorite status because of, of course, being favored in the series. Which, by the way, a reminder, though, we saw Leody Tavares be a under 5-1 to one favorite two games into that series. Never ended up in the mix. On the Philly side of things, right? Bryce Harper dropped under $2. And then Kyle Schwarber dropped under that same notion. Phillies didn't even cross the finish line there. There will be juice in that market and throughout the World Series, which begins tomorrow. Let's go to the quick pick here. We're going to go to Milwaukee and Philadelphia. I want to get a superstar prop on your card. It's going to be Joel Embiid over 43.5 points plus rebounds plus assists. If I was betting Embiid tonight in all of his individual markets, I think I could justify an over on his points, on his rebounds, on his assists. So that's going to push us here. I mentioned the sample size for the 76ers last year. They played 10 games where Embiid and Maxi suited up without Harden. One of those games, Embiid only played a half against the Chicago Bulls. So I'm going to remove that as well. A nine-game sample size is decent enough, especially as we're driving in now to game number one of the NBA season for Philadelphia. In that nine-game sample size, Embiid cleared this 43-and-a-half prop in seven of nine games. How about his averages in those, in those nine games? 37 points, 10 rebounds, six assists. If you do the math on that, you're at 53 points, rebounds, and assists. That is well clearing this listed prop tonight. Joel Embiid also is maybe the best narrative bet in the NBA player-wise. He's certainly top three. If you, oh, Embiid needs to have a big game, he needs to prove a point. Embiid will do that. And by the way, one of those games that the Sixers played with Maxi and Embiid, but no Harden, was against the Bucs, albeit at home, but an upset victory for Philadelphia. Don't count the Sixers out tonight. We'll talk about some trends, some odds, and a full look at tonight's NBA card and NFL card. Next right here, it's Game Time Decisions on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're live with you right here on a Thursday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. It's Game Time Decisions on Sports Grid. Let's start with the NFL card. I'm sure that's where a lot of you will be focused tonight uh, in Buffalo, where the Bills are going to host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's get the most up-to-date numbers in terms of a side here. Nine and a halfs, plenty of tens in the market, though. Plenty of tens out there. If you like Tampa Bay, double digits is available on the board. 42 and a half. 43 and 43 and a half all live right now in terms of the total if you are tempted to get involved here. So a number of interesting spots, certainly. One thing that stood out to me, Josh Allen in his career after a loss in a game where he was favored by seven or more points, 10-0 straight up, 6-2-2 against the number. Bills by 10 wouldn't surprise me at all in this football game here. Uh, the Buffalo Bills offense should be able to move it. Their defense is a big concern, and I know that that is pointing people towards the over. Let's start here, though, on the Buffalo offensive side of things. If you've been with us here, Pro Football Today, you know how I like to bet my NFL props. Of course, it's about the player, but it's about the opponent. And what we've seen in Tampa Bay is that they have really struggled against high-end wide receivers against number one wideouts. Week one, Justin Jefferson, nine catches, 150 yards. Week two, DJ Moore, six for 104. A.J. Brown, nine for 131. All Saints wide receivers were held under. Fair enough. The quarterback, though, was basically playing with what seemingly was a, a broken shoulder, it felt like, in Derek Carr. Fair all unders. But then they played the Lions and Amon Ross St. Brown, 12 catches, 124 yards. Last week, Drake London, six catches for 54. And that Drake London number is, of course, lower. I throw it in because that was over Drake London's prop. And London is not the caliber of player of A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, or Stefan Diggs, who I'm playing over 85 and a half receiving yards. Diggs has been fantastic this season. A top five wideout, no doubt about it. In Buffalo, despite some of their struggles, he has been as consistent as can be. So I do believe tonight the look on Stefan Diggs is over the yardage. He's hit this number in all but two games. The, the overs that he's provided, five of them, have all been 100-yard games. So if you want to go for alts, or even if you want to go and get involved in the boost market on Stefan Diggs, I see the vision. It has been a great year for Diggs and is a great opponent for Stefan Diggs to get after it. On the Tampa Bay side, the target tonight is Rashad White. So I went through all of the performances that we've seen this season against the Buffalo Bills out of the running back position. And there are a lot of ways you can attack Buffalo if with running back props. Whether that be rush attempts, longest rush, receiving yards, or longest catch, there has been a ton of winning tickets in all four of those markets for opposing backs. And I am going to use that as a framework for Buffalo games for a while until they seemingly stop it. This is where the player comes in in Rashad White. Rashad White's longest rush prop is 13 and a half yards. White, 6-0 to the under. We throw that out. His receiving prop is 22 and a half. He's hit that in three of six games. It's 500. He did land 22 once. I don't mind that, but it's not my favorite. The longest catch was Rashad White. 
is over in just two games this year. Not good enough for me. However, Rashad White over 12 and a half rush attempts. Now that's a winner, and that's my best bet in this football game. Rashad White has hit this in five of six. Week number one, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook had 23 carries. Unders for Josh Jacobs and Brian Robinson Jr. That's because those two teams lost by 35 and 34 points. Jacobs still put up nine carries. Brian Robinson Jr. still put up 10. A-Chain and Mostert were also blown out, but they still combined for 15 carries. ETN went for 26, Saquon 24, Stevenson and Zeke last week combined for 20. This is Rashad White's backfield. He'll go over 12 and a half rush attempts. Let's get to the NBA. We'll start this off, Buck Sixers. We've already played over, as we told you, and beat 43 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists. A nine-game sample size we are using for jo- Joel Embiid, plus Maxi minus Harden last year, and beat average 37, 10, and 6 in those basketball games, went over this prop in 7 of 9. I'm also playing Tyrese Maxey over 8.5 rebounds plus assists. In our 9-game sample size, Maxey hit the over in 8 of 9. In fact, if you just take the full 13-game sample size in which Maxey played without Harden, he went over 8.5 rebounds plus assists in 12 of 13. The only worry with this is on 8 different occasions of the 13 games he played without Harden, He landed exactly on nine. So sometimes people say, hey, it moved up to nine and a half. Do you still like it? No. All of a sudden, it's an under. Do not like it over nine and a half or on it over eight and a half. My best bet in this game and on the NBA board is DeAnthony Melton over three and a half rebounds. Melton is where the value comes in all of a sudden with the Harden absence. If you take a look, again, it is an eight-game sample size for Melton because he missed one of the games that Harden and that Harden was out for, but Embiid and Maxi played in. In those eight games over in seven of eight, averaging nearly seven rebounds per game in that spot. If you take a 21-game sample size that Melton played in where Harden was out, Over three and a half boards in 16 of 21 games. He hit this over once. He hit this over once off the bench. And he's a starter this year. DeAnthony Melton over three and a half rebounds. The best bet on the NBA board. An item I didn't bet but keep your eye on is Malik Beasley's threes. It's two and a half at plus money. He's been firing this preseason. Not a big enough sample size for me to activate on that. For the NBA game number two, I want to let people know I'm playing D'Angelo Russell over five and a half assists again. Played this on opening night, put a winner in the back pocket. All of the same material still applies. He had been dominating in this category throughout the preseason until they move this to six and a half, or we think we're sitting on a losing ticket. This is going to be a number I'm going to play each and every night. With D'Angelo Russell, for what it's worth, Chris Paul, the point guard who went up against the Suns already this year, went out there and provided uh, a nine-assist game. Yusuf Nurkic, though, is once again the target. Nurk paid the people big time in game number one with an easy winner on over 11.5 rebounds plus assists he hit in the half. Tonight, we go to Nurkic's points. 13.5 is the number, way too light. Nurkic played one game in the preseason with Durant, but no Booker and no Beal. He had 11 shots in 20 minutes. That's on pace for 16 and a half attempts. Nurkic in his career, 67 games with 15 or more field goal attempts, averages 20.4 points per game. How about last year? Nurkic had 18 games with at least 12 attempts. That is on the low end. That is on the low end. In those 18 games... He went over 13 and a half in 12 of those games. So that is a huge sample size there for him. And the only unders came in with him getting to 13. I think it might have been 14 of 18 that he actually went over. And he scored 20 plus in 10 of the games. So not only did I get involved with Yusuf Nurkic on the over 13 and a half, slapped the boost on it, sprinkled the 20 plus for Yusuf Nurkic tonight. 
who has scored 15 or more in all five games that he's played against Anthony Davis, where he received double-digit shot attempts since back when he joined the Portland Trailblazers. Workload will be there for Yusuf Nurkic tonight, and we're going to take advantage with an over 13.5 points prop. Donnie Whiteside joins us next right here on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're live with you right here on SportsGrid. It's Game Time Decisions live on a Thursday night. Joining us now, Donnie Wrightside. You can catch him on the early line. What do they start, 4 a.m.? Do they go up mm. to n- n- noon? Is that when that show runs, DRS? Extended. I even heard that there's a chance that we're not even going to do the replay in the afternoon. We're going to go live again on the early yeah, I think line. So. so get ready for that, people. I mean, with the, with the record numbers that you fellas are pumping out. Uh, but, again, that show starts at 8 a.m., uh, up until 11 a.m., and then uh, Donnie and I still spinning around money line two to three. DRS, I want to start. Uh, we're going to get to the football, of course. I want to actually start in Philadelphia, though. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, the you being the basketball guys is not foreign to you, but when it comes to Sixers Insider, you, you got to go to Donnie Wright's side. I, I love what's happening right now because the NBA is trying to find a way to not embarrass themselves, and, and I don't know if they have it. They're like, all right, we can't let Harden not show up. We can't let the Sixers not let Harden show up. So we need to ask them what's going on. But well, we know exactly what's going on. We now have Woj of ESPN reporting that the NBA is investigating this situation. Why don't they just read Woj's t- Twitter, Donnie? All the answers are right there. Exactly. Woj, Shams, everybody tweeting everything out, but it's really as simple as this. James Harden does not want to be with the Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers are looking to move him here, but the NBA as a whole, Kevin, doesn't want the embarrassment here. Now, the collective bargaining agreement does come in that says you can't just bar a player who wants to play a basketball game unless he agrees to it. This isn't the John Wall situation. Hey, you know what? You got a monster paycheck. Go sit over there on the bench and we'll pay you to just go party here. When you're looking at James Harden directly here, he was away from the team, Kevin, for 10 full days. He's not just going to pick up his bags and go to Milwaukee and start tonight here. And also, you have to remind ourselves, before showing up to camp, what was the rumors out of here? Yeah, James Harden's going to show up to camp, and he's just going to wow out the entire time and force them to send him home. I think the Sixers are being proactive right now, probably have a deal that's on the cusp. And over the next 48 hours, probably will be able to consummate a deal, hopefully with the Clippers to get him where he wants to be and the Sixers to get the compensation, Kevin, that they want back. I, I do think it's very interesting that this situation played out with Harden being like, get rid of me, get rid of me, get rid of me. The Sixers were like, absolutely not. And once again, Harden did what he's best at, and the Sixers are like, trust me, we are trying. And then Harden's like, all right, I'll come back then. And they're like, no, 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 no. You stay away. I don't really know how this plays out. I don't know if the NBA can step in and tell Harden, hey, you're not like – They're going to tell the Sixers, hey, you have to play him? It's a weird situation, Donnie. And I don't know that it doesn't look like he's the one thing we know about James Harden. He probably likes his teammates, right? And B talks highly of him every single time. You took you ever Pat Beverly. I know he has a podcast here. Says James Harden is an elite player and he came to practice and worked hard. It's obviously he doesn't want to be here. I want to see the professionalism, though, if James Harden does have to show up. But also, let's remind ourselves, what city does James Harden play in? It's Philadelphia. He said all summer long, hates the organization, not the teammates himself or the city, hates the organization, I don't want to be here. 
Is he really going to show up in that home opener in game number three and be announced in the starting lineup? What kind of circus is that going to be here? I'm not so sure, Kevin, if he's actually going to play another game for the 76ers, and I think that's the way it's going to play out. I'm going to say he doesn't play in the first game and obviously doesn't play in the Toronto series, which would be the back-to-back road games here. I don't think he ever takes yeah. the court at home for the Sixers unless we see a press conference where him and Daryl Moore is hitting side-by-side. Side. We let bygones be bygones. Let's win a championship, and away we go, which what's the odds on that? five percent happening at this point james harden probably played his last game as a philadelphia 76er we're just waiting on where he's going to be at this point yeah again i I think there would be an easy way to mend fences except it's not allowed and it would be to just pay harden and harden would show up and i honestly think at this point daryl would pay him it's just not allowed the the nba is 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 not allowed that to happen we will see what plays out tonight Uh, a couple of good picks uh, already on the board for that game. The easy expected transition, Donnie, would be for me to say, well, speaking about Philadelphia, let's talk World Series. Instead, mm. for me, listen, recent, recent postseason surprises, the Phillies losing both in Philadelphia is one of the biggest. Like, Houston losing both, Donnie, at home wasn't that surprising. They lost the first two at home, right? I can't believe at all of the magic that had been at the bank that instead we're watching Rangers, Diamondbacks, but we are. It starts tomorrow. Have you started to dive into the numbers? Is there anything that you're specifically keeping your eye on when we're looking at the Rangers and the Diamondbacks? I think the eye would be, there's a couple different ways to approach this series. I love the way, first of all, let's get get it straight on the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's a new season once you start to the playoffs, Kevin, right? So the Diamondbacks Mm -hmm. coming into the Philadelphia Phillies series, I told this to Ben this morning, they weren't the little engine that could. They were unbeaten in the playoffs against the Brewers and the Dodgers. It wasn't a surprise. You're like, hey, by the way, we had two coin flips here, and we just, in fact, won those two series. We didn't even have to play. That's not the case. It's a good baseball club overall. And over midsummer, they were fighting neck and neck with the Dodgers to win that division. Now, great. Granted, the Dodgers ended up winning that. You found yourself in the playoffs. But the hot team here is the Diamondbacks. I also love the fact that the Texas Rangers came into the series. And look at how many wins on the road they've racked up. So you see the point of getting out here? The Arizona Diamondbacks not having home field advantage. Is that an actual plus in this series? They're built for this. If you go into Philadelphia and win a game six in game seven, you're not going to show up to Texas like, whoa, man, this dome is really loud in here tonight. I don't know how we're going to handle our business. That's not going to be the case. I'm looking long-term series here prices for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And also keep in mind, if you're dipping into the MVP markets for this series, there are some interesting caveats as well. If you thought in the last series that the Phillies would want, it would be Schwarber or maybe it would be Bryce Harper. If Tory Lavello, the manager of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Kevin dips into that bag of tricks and goes, you know what? You know who's not going to beat me? Adolis Garcia. You know who's not going to beat me? Corey Seager. I'm going to let other guys beat me, which brings Carter up. Yesterday, I talked about on the early line. FanDuel Sportsbook, Kevin, he was a 16-to-1 price. This morning, it's a 12-to-1 price because people are coming around to say, look, if that same opportunities are there, they're going to walk the best hitters and force the other teammates to beat them on the Texas Rangers. So if the Rangers win, I'm looking at Carter as a legitimate chance for MVP. Same thing, maybe a Marcus Simeon as well. But I like the Mm. underdog in this series, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think it's fascinating that potentially both would prefer this to be played on the road. Maybe they could agree to some neutral site because the Rangers are unbeaten, Donnie, on the road, right? Which uh, is remarkable. The one thing that stands out, right? Just the raw numbers. When you look at them side by side, game one, postseason, Eovaldi, 4 0, 2 4 2 ERA. Zach Gallen, 2 and 2, the 5 2 4. Talked about Zach Gallen's struggles on the road. And look, obviously, neither one of these teams is going to feel, ah, series over if they lose the first game, especially, you know, Arizona with the series that they just played. But it's a strong number on Texas, Donnie, right? In that opening game here, sitting at around a minus 170, it's, it's there for a reason. It is there for a reason, because the star power, where does it lie? It's with the Texas Rangers. Most people thought midway through the season, hey, look at this, Kevin. The Rangers have a legitimate chance to make the playoffs and do some damage and wind up in the World Series. Where are the Rangers at right now in the World Series? 
even though the Arizona Diamondbacks are playing very good baseball throughout the early parts of the summer before the Dodgers hit the gas pedal, I still don't think anybody was saying, hey, man, watch out for those Arizona Diamondbacks. They can do some damage in the playoffs. Now, we did know typically the playoffs are built on your first two starting pitchers, and I always thought the Arizona Diamondbacks, if they made the playoffs, could do some damage. But Zach Allen, you're right, hasn't been there all the way through. It's actually been the third reliever, excuse me, the third pitcher, and also the relievers for the Arizona Diamondbacks have been the superstars here in the playoffs. So I expected Texas to probably do damage in the playoffs. They are. The Arizona mm-hmm. Diamondbacks are fresh. And the thing I loved about, about Lovello, when they came for game number six, you have a pregame press conference along with a postgame press conference. In the pregame press conference, he said, look, guys, we're not here to get our ass kicked here. We didn't come 3,000 miles just to get beat and go home. We're going to fight this thing out. And this team has faced adversity. I love the fact where they're at here. And again, I can't shortchange Bobby the Rangers with adversity as well. You're down also right. on the road. you got to win two baseball games, and you do that. It just seems like the feel-good story right now is the Arizona Diamondbacks. But also having said that, just got an email from Major League Baseball. It said, Donnie writes, I please watch. We'll pay you $100 a game just to sit and watch this. I don't know if I'm going to do that here. So let's see what the ratings end up on this one. You couldn't pay people to sit in front of the TV when we were expecting some of the big superstars like in Philadelphia to be there. Oh, it's still painful. Still talking about this is painful. Yeah, uh, it is. It, it is painful. Let's try and uh, relieve some of that pain and talk a little Bills box. We'll talk more. Uh, you'll be with us here, of course, uh, throughout the hour. Uh, but tonight, we're seeing some tens pop in the market on Buffalo, Donnie, against Tampa Bay. Total 43 and a half. Look at the injury reports here, which, of course, you can find on the Sports Grid app. The best place to get everything that you need before these games kick off. Picks, injury analysis, uh, five-star player prop projections, all of those items are there. And speaking of injuries, Donnie, I know that you are just taking a look here at the potential of Vita Vea missing this game and what that could mean for James Cook. Yeah, coming in with a groin injury tonight. That actually was video here. I think it was Mike Garofolo tweeted out. They're actually showing Vita Veda working out on the field as a true game time decision. Doesn't look all that quick. And also, Kevin, sometimes it's what the team does and not says. They activated a defensive tackle off of their practice squad about two hours ago here, getting ready for the possibility that Vita Veda won't play tonight. And if anybody doesn't know, he's a superstar defensive tackle for the Buccaneers. He literally holds the running game down all by himself. If he is not mm-hmm. there, advantage James Cook in the running game for the Buffalo Bills. There would be some holes up the middle that they can certainly exploit tonight, which is the reason why this line is at eight and a half, nine, nine and a half, and now tens at some spots here. I disagree with that number being that high, but most people are looking at this game basically saying, okay, Baker Mayfield's banged up, Godwin's banged up, Evans coming off a hamstring injury, your best defensive player on the defensive line, Vita Vea, might not play tonight. All the stars are aligning for the Buffalo Bills, but based on what I've seen the past two weeks, those stars shouldn't be aligning at all. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Again, we'll talk more about this game. Uh, quickly, Donnie, can, can we get you to unretire from first basket markets? There's a boost. Embiid, oh, Lillard, I saw it. or Give Giannis. Me Max. Can two we to throw Maxie in there, too? Can, we just put yeah. Max, can they just put Maxie in there so we get a 2-2 on both sides? I mean, come on. Let's now go for our bases here. They put everybody in. They, they put all 10 guys in, plus 200, and they start to pay <laughs> us out. We'll be right back here on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game time decisions live right here on a Thursday night. I'm Kevin Walls. I'm joined by Johnny Wrightside and Joe Lisi. And fellas, not only here to talk a little Thursday night football, but as advertised, a little announcement for the people about the future of primetime football right here on SportsGrid, which is this trio will be live in person, 7 p.m. to kickoff. Pro football today, weekday, Monday and Thursday, Monday night football, Thursday night football, right here on Sports Grid. Me, Donnie Wrightside, and Joe Lisi. Lisi, we're going to be bringing the people exactly what they're asking for. I can't wait, and I'll get Donnie's opinion. But this might be the best-looking, you know, try box that we've had on the on the grid here. I don't know. I don't know, but this is something for the eyes. I tell you, I'm really looking forward to next Monday night. Big action, and as we head into Thanksgiving, there's nothing better, guys. No, no doubt about way, it. DRS like excited? <laughs> yeah, I am excited here. But why does Lisi and me have these share the same size box, you know, combined you, as Kevin does uh-huh. here? I mean, what's that about? You know what I mean? I thought if it was a true, like, triumphant <laughs> up there. Well, I, now, now, Don, do you think that's because that this is technically my show, or do you think that they tried to put me into a same size box and it didn't work? If you had to guess, exactly. I, I was thinking I would get the biggest <laughs> box here on this show, regardless of who's actually hosting it. But yeah. you know what I mean. Sometimes no. you got to get that flavor. Oh, but no, I am really no. excited about this. And by, by the way, next week, did you see the Monday Night Football game and the Thursday There'd Night be game? A lot of people the fired on this show. Real much soon. better than the regular show. I mean, come on, man. We got Vegas and Detroit, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. The flavor is going to come from the three boys right here. Come on. Love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, again, we start this October 30th, Monday Night Football, Lions, Raiders. Uh, it would be uh, it'd be a real treat if we had Aiden O'Connell still out there. I think Jimmy G comes back. Lions are an eight-point favorite. So we're excited to break it down. And we'll be in Ooh. person. So uh, none, none of this Donnie Wrightside slacking in his home studio. All right, we got we got to get him in the car. Uh, don't worry, though. DRS knows how to run up a time card like nobody's business. Uh, let's talk a little Thursday night football, though. Uh, we've got a couple thoughts from Donnie. We'll get some more. So, Lisa, I'll kick it to you first here. Uh, we've got a double-digit line now appearing in Buffalo with the Bills and the Bucks. This total is hovering around 43, some 43 and a half, some 42 and a half. What do you think here, Lisa, in terms of the side or the total? Well, I lean to the points in terms of Tampa Bay. I can't back Buffalo, especially after back-to-back lackluster performances against New England and the New York Giants. I am on a couple of props. Like the over, like I said, uh, in regards to this, I think we get some points. I think Buffalo starts fast. They can ill afford to start slow. Yet again, three straight games without a touchdown scored. I think Josh Allen on the ground. I know everybody's looking for digs in the rushing attack. I took a shot. Gabe Davis tonight, 50-plus at plus 128. And on the flip side, we talked about the rushing attack for Tampa Bay in the break. I know they're not running the football consistently, but I do like Rashad White. I took him over the 44-and-a-half, but also altered it up to 60-plus, I believe, at plus 198, guys. Mm. All right. A couple plus monies, uh, a couple alts. It's a shame we don't have more games to just fire away round robins. We'll, we'll figure it out for the people, though. The round-robin uh, you know, parties have been out in full effect. Donnie, uh, what are you doing with, with this game? Have you, have you kind of dialed into the props uh, for yourself tonight? Yeah, got a couple of here. By the way, news just came out. You know who is in an active? Vita Vea. So crank up that running game for the Buffalo Bills. That is a massive advantage for them tonight. And as you know, already sitting on that James Cook prop, I actually took two parlays tonight. Same game parlay and also, actually, excuse me, two same game parlays, one with a profit boost. And they're centered around James Cook. I'm at 40 yards and also at 51 and a half yards tonight. That would be tied in tonight. I do think Dalton Kincaid, the tight end here, is going to have a big game for the Buffalo Bills. Why? Just because we don't have to deal with Dawson Knox. Last week eight attempts excuse me eight uh targets for him eight catches and 75 yards i only need 25 yards in this profit boost out of dalton kincaid so i'm sitting here good i'll get back with joe's point here as well look buffalo should win this football game but in what universe are we laying 10 points with the buffalo bills here oh donna did you see him against the giants they were laying 15 yeah they should have got beat in that game you go and play a horrendous offense for the new england patriots last week and 
get beat in a spot where all you needed was one stop at the end of the game, and you couldn't do that. Sure, the Buffalo Bills should win the game tonight, but I'm not betting those 10 here. But from a prop perspective, it seems like we're greenlighting everybody right now on the Buffalo Bills. I think Stephon Diggs is going to get some targets. I even like where Joe was going there with some of those secondary options at wide receiver with Gabe Davis. We all know him to make big plays here. That's two catches here. He can get 50 yards if he's left alone, which he probably will be. So I'm looking from a Buffalo Bills perspective much, much more, Kevin, than I am from a Tampa Bay perspective tonight. Yeah, I have a piece of both teams. I'm on Stephon Diggs over the 85.5 receiving yards. Tampa Bay struggled all season long with number one wideouts, and I took Rashad White over 12.5 rush attempts in this game. There will be enough usage there for White on the ground to get through that number. I was tempted by a Bills team total. So if you look at the last three years, they've had four games where they lost, and then the following week they were in Buffalo. They've scored 30-plus, three out of four. The exception was that awful game against the Giants. This team has had an issue playing down to competition, and I don't I don't know if I can trust the idea, Lisa, that they're, oh, they're off a loss, because when they played the Giants, they were off a loss. And when they played the Patriots, they might as well have been off of a loss. This team is not in rhythm the way they need to be, which is why I don't have as robust of a Thursday night card. No, I understand that, and I agree with both you and Donnie, respectively. I think that that in order to win this game and, more importantly, cover this number, they're going to have to push tempo a little bit. I don't understand why Ken Dorsey and McDermott have played down to the level of two anemic offenses in the New York Giants and the New England Patriots. I think if you want to get Josh Allen in a rhythm, why don't you start with the hurry-up? Get them moving the football, jump up early on Tampa Bay, force them to play from behind. They don't have a rushing attack heading into this ballgame, and that's why I feel like they're going to have to run it on the road tonight to be within this number. But if you're Buffalo, you have the much better quarterback, you have the much better weapons, you're playing at home, you're coming off two lack of explosive type of games and you lost as an eight and a half nine point favorite on the road you had three points against the new england patriots last week at halftime that cannot be the case tonight again they start slow i'm selling this team big picture the rest of the way then i'm worried about the defense in a major way i i think that for me is the biggest action i know and it's like oh they only held you know they held the giants to nine points the giants move that football dable was atrocious in that game settling for field goals and at, at certain moments there I want to take a step back. Of course, uh, the three of us will be live on Sunday at 10 a.m. for Pro Football Today, up until 1 o'clock, taking you right until kickoff as well. One of the you know items that a lot of people are going to be focused in on is going to be the Sam Darnold situation. That might be secondary to the return of Kyler Murray. I feel like for a lot of people, this is... And now, it's not 100% confirmed Kyler will play, but he's off the injury report. He's a full participant this team is reeling right now without Kyler Murray and they're catching eight and a half, nine and a half points from the Baltimore Ravens. Donnie, what are your expectations around Arizona and the Kyler Murray situation heading into Sunday? I think they're going to slow play it, though. Even though he is back to full practice, I don't think it's going to be too long before he gets out there. But it's one of those, Kevin, for myself. And I've been taking a look at the schedule so far in the future for the Arizona Cardinals, if you could tell me what those next couple games coming up after the Mm -hmm. Ravens game would be. But the reason I'm getting at is, is, do you want him to start against the Ravens in his first game back? I understand. Oh, I'm Raven. I'm not scared of the Ravens. I'll play the We understand that here. But don't you want a softer landing point? Maybe all for a bye week, per se, or maybe an easier opponent or a divisional opponent that you've seen before the Baltimore Ravens are riding high I don't care who starts a quarterback the Ravens should be able to win this game and win it comfortably just because of how bad the Arizona defense is particularly that secondary Lamar Jackson is coming in hot but if I'm looking at Kyler Murray sooner than later maybe not the case but it's not going to be too long before he's back out there by the way is this about where we were expecting him to come back I thought maybe mid-November ish but it looks like he's a little bit ahead of the curve for me or at least I was trying to pinpoint before the season started so just to answer your question, Donnie, the bye week for this team is week 14. It's very oh, late in the calendar. There's only four games left. And next, so I would say, I don't see a world where they could get away with not starting him next week at Cleveland. Incredibly, the home game against Baltimore is the softer landing spot than going to Cleveland, I would argue. Lisi, what are your thoughts on, on Kyler potentially coming back this weekend? 
Well, uh, again, there's going to be rust in in regards to the passing attack and the quarterback to wide receiver relationship. You know, can he get that down? How mobile is he? And is he willing to run in terms of this matchup? So, again, I do feel, though, when you look at the total, 44 and a half, because of who they're playing, I think they get through this this number fairly easy. If I'm Baltimore and I'm coming off the dominating home performance over Detroit, where my quarterback threw for 357 and lit up the Detroit secondary, why do I want to stop on the road against maybe or potentially a one-dimensional offense in terms of Kyler Murray? We saw Seattle move the ball. They struggled in terms of the second half scoring points. So if I'm Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, and more importantly, John Harbaugh, I want to start fast and see if Kyler Murray is 100% in this ballgame. Don't even allow them to dictate the tempo. So I would go over in terms of this ballgame, guys. Yeah, I, I, I certainly see the vision there. I'm tell you, the, the one number I, I can't wait to see, I feel like it's Donnie's favorite market, would be Kyler's rush, uh, rushing yards if we do get that listed and available here. I, I feel like it, it would be on the low end, and people say, oh, I probably wants to be careful. My thought would be Kyler probably wants to make a statement, right? Not apples to apples, but, you know, Trevor Lawrence. It's like, ah, is he going to play on a Thursday night against New Orleans? And then he's like the leading rusher in the football game there. So I could see Kyler being willing to get on the move. Uh, Lisi, to, to kick – you know what, actually, because, Lisi, we're going to hang around a little bit. Uh, and we'll do 710. We'll do some college football. So, Donnie, let me just swing this to you quickly, just in case we get short, cut short on time here. Early returns for you on the likelihood that it will be Sam Darnold this weekend against Cincinnati in what is very likely the game of the week. Yeah, no, I think Sam Darnold is going to start that football game, obviously. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to get cleared. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think the San Francisco 49ers have a bye week next week, so there's no reason to rush him back, get him fully healthy. But I'm interested to see what we get out of Sam Darnold. Look, he didn't have a great run so far in his NFL career, but one of those guys that can certainly build you back up in the right system, that's Kyle Shanahan. He has had a little bit more mobility than Brock Purdy does, and quite frankly, at the beginning of the week, I'm saying, okay, I like the Bengals here. Give me the six points if Brock Purdy starts that game. I think the Bengals off a bye they can hang around because the 49ers haven't been that good now we're seeing that number hover around three and a half if it gets to three i think the value then flips back on the san francisco 49ers and if there's any value up to minus 400 just take your boy cmc to get in the end zone again you know that's a guarantee <laughs> but back to the point of the quarterback i think darnold actually performs yeah. quite well this weekend and i'll be excited for that opportunity lisi early returns in that game for you I, I can only look Cincinnati, and it's not because of uh, Sam Darnold starting. It's because of how the offense and defensive lines performed, in my opinion, on Monday night against Minnesota. They were completely outmanned, pushed around on both sides of the football. Maybe, just maybe teams have a read on this team right now. They are in, in a situation where they've lost two straight. They've gotten beaten up, especially in terms of the defensive side of the ball. We saw P.J. Walker move it, Kirk Cousins. Now you got a hot and confident Joe Burrow that coming off a bye week should be close to 90, 95% healthy. I like Cincinnati outright. I am very interested to see where the lines settle. I think it speaks volumes to Kyle Shanahan uh, that this team is playing a group that was in the AFC Championship game just uh, last year. And it, it could still be, you know, well above a field goal line. To remind people, next Monday night, Day before Halloween, Joe Lisi, Donnie Rideside, and myself right here on SportsGrid, 7 p.m. up until kickoff. Pro football today coming to you in prime time. Cannot wait for that, fellas. Lisi will talk in a bit. Donnie, enjoy the night. I have no idea what you said. You better watch it. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game time decisions right here on a Thursday evening. Thank you for everybody stopping by here with us. We've got an hour to go. Up until it'll be the in-game live crew in the chair. We're going to have both Joe Ranieri and Dave Sharapan stop by. They're going to have a lot of action to cover tonight, not just, of course, the National Football League, but as well as two big-time NBA games. Let's start this off with my best bet on the NBA board tonight, which is DeAnthony Melton over three and a half rebounds. Absolutely love this. Melton last year played in eight games where Harden was out, but Maxi and Embiid were in, went over this prop in seven of eight in that sample size, averaged 6.3 assists, her game and if you look at a 21 game sample size of no harden melton was 16 and 5 over this number with multiple games by the way coming off of the bench for him in that spot there so i absolutely love this number tonight d'anthony melton is low 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 for an over three and a half rebound prop here going up against the milwaukee bucks other items for me in that game are Tyrese Maxey over eight and a half rebounds plus assists, Joel Embiid over 43 and a half points plus assists plus rebounds. I am not as in, oh, I'm not involved on the Bucks props. Malik Beasley caught the attention a little bit on two and a half threes. Maybe Brook Lopez has one and a half made threes. The sample size for this team is almost non-existent. Middleton only played in one preseason game. We had a couple from Lillard. I think it was three total, but still not good enough for me. Middleton's minutes are all over the place. This guy's never going to be healthy again, it feels like there. So that throws off things as well. So I stayed back on the Milwaukee side in that game. I did not, and I'm so glad I just remembered, though. But 10 games last year, no Embiid, or excuse me, 10 games, no Harden, yes Embiid, yes Maxi. The Sixers were 7-3 and three straight up against the spread, but 2-3 and three straight up against the spread when booked as a dog. So be cautious tonight. The Sixers are live in the basketball game, but their trip-up spots when were, came when they were booked as a dog. So keep your eyes peeled on this game here tonight. Totals went 6-4 and four under in that sample size as well. We will be right back in less than a minute right here on Game Time Decisions. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.